When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Breakfast on SEM. It is SEM Breakfast. Phil Davis in for Sammy Edmund this morning doing a fine job. We're locked and loaded with a busy show. Looking forward to getting stuck into it with you. Phil's Fast 15 after 7 o'clock. We're going to work through the biggest footy topics recently and get Phil's perspective on that. John Millman. Uh, we're going to speak uh, some athletic records that have gone down uh, with a great running podcaster by the name of Julian Spence, owns a running company in Ballarat. In fact, I think it's Geelong now. Brett Phillips for our Australian Open update after Alex Demonor walked through to the second round with Milos Raonic um, getting injured. Let's have a listen to Coco Goff. She chimed in on the start times of when the ladies should start playing. So, yeah, usually I always would, if I want to gonna play night, I always would like to play the first night match because usually, typically, the women's, our longest match is three hours, uh, usually. And, um, and then the men's, like, it can go f- minimum uh, three to, or minimum two, at least, you know, with three sets, it's gonna be at least two hours, and that's even fast. Um, and then with an average match, it's like three and a half. So, uh, I know that Australian Open is you know, done a three-start thing to help with the the night matches. It's like a tough thing because, yes, at night is probably our prime time and when we can optimize, you know, viewers, but also we have to protect the player's health. So it's like a fine line. I personally, if I'm the women's match tonight, I would love to play the first night match and not the second one. Um, and I would like to see that, but at the same time, it's tough with also Novak being, you know, how I don't know, he's won this more times than I can count, um, you know, putting him not on the prime slot, which is probably the 7 p.m. or 6 p.m. slot. So I get both sides of it. I'm going to always go for the player's side, but I also can understand the media and the marketing and optimizing the money side. So it's, it's tough. Pretty balanced there from Coco. I hated night games as a player. Some players loved them, but I hated sitting around waiting for the game to start. Just give me Saturday 110 uh, every day of the week, Phil. And, and this, I can sympathise with the players because you've got no idea when the match in front of you is going to finish. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing for me. Was that at least I always knew, all right, it's, it's Friday night, it's 7.50. Yep. You know, I'll have my nap at 2.30 to 3.15. I'll get up, I'll do this, I'll do this, and I'm playing. But to not know when you're going is crazy. And uh, yeah, she was incredibly balanced. Because I think it makes the most logical sense if you exclude dollars and cents. Put the women first. They'll be done by no later than sort of nine o'clock on average. The men can play from nine o'clock. But when you're talking about TV rights deals, mm. it's, 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 that's when it becomes so much more complicated. Everything's more complicated. We saw the Kokonakis game finish after four o'clock. I think it was last year. Might have been up against Andy Murray. Correct me if I'm wrong. And... 
And also Sabalenka, I think, finished after midnight already in this tournament, despite the changes that uh, the Australian Open have made. Uh, a bit of backlash from the players about when you can get to your seat, Phil. Um, so previously you used to have to wait until um, the end of a game yes. and you, you weren't allowed to get to your seat. Now you can come in when players don't change ends. So there has been a bit of a disruption for, for tennis. I always thought sports like golf and tennis and even cricket to a certain extent, they're so pedantic about sit down in front of the side mm. screen and get out of the way and hold up play. Like toughen up a little bit, don't well, you reckon? Yeah, I th well, I think I was thinking about their journey. How do you get to that point? So when you're playing under 12s, and you know you're you're just floating around. There's noise. There's commotion everywhere. And then you get to 18s. And you're in the amateurs. And then you, you slowly come through. You're on court 16. At court 16, everyone's making a lot of noise around you on court 16. And then you slowly get. And then you just get used to that sort of situation. So then there's that change. I totally get that. That'd be hard. But like, mm. one thing I would say, if if fans have got a bit more common sense, that like if they can't get to the seat, just sit on the step there. And just watch from that position. It's when they like, so I was watching someone the other day that was walking around behind. Oblivious. To and it. I was like, you're behind the serve. Like, that's like, you could, that would be annoying. But no, I definitely think there's an element of like, let's not be too precious that everything has to be perfectly quiet. Because there's that, is it the waste uh, management golf, that hole? Is it the hole 17? And they yeah, go absolutely the bananas. Hole. Yeah, the party hole. And, the, and they love it. Obviously, that's an extreme version. But there's no doubt I think we can just be a little bit more accommodating to the fact that people can come in at, after one game, not always have to wait for the second game. Yeah, I, it just makes sense. I think Jordan Thompson called it woke. I'm not sure he's got the right yeah, uh, definition might, of... Yeah, might of, need to work um, on his definition of woke <laughs> of, there. Of cold. woke there. So the new rule allows spectators to enter the arena and take their seats between each game rather than every second game. I'm watching David Warner the other night, Phil, speak on the microphone whilst he's batting as the bowler is coming in to bowl the ball. <laughs> I go to the NBL basketball and there's music blaring and Bryce Cotton's still nailing threes from the car park. You go to any other footy game and you've got fans screaming at you as you're having a shot for a goal. Again, in the NBA, you're on the foul line. They're screaming at you and trying to put you off. And tennis players can't handle a couple of people trying to find their seats at the end of a game. It makes, I just think... Some sports, I'm going to say, I don't, I'm going to say golf, I'm going to say tennis, and to a lesser extent, cricket, when they're trying to sit someone down yeah, in front screen. of the sight screen, just need to not be so precious. Uh, let us know your thoughts on that. The 40 Winks Temper Text, 0433981116. The all-new Temper Pro is Temper's most adaptive mattress ever. It is here, and it's like a mattress like no other. Uh, let's go to Richard. Um, Richard, you, you alerting us to the fact that the women used to play first in the Aussie Open. Was it a better system? Uh, morning, boys. Um, actually, I'll go backwards. Yes, it was. Well, it, was. Um, it used to be that the Channel 7 had the rights and they used to delay by an hour. So you, at a half past seven match, which actually started at half past seven, didn't come on until half past eight. And there was a <laughs> I remember that, Richard. Where, yeah, there was a famous night where an American woman named Chandra Rubin played somebody for life and I can't remember who it was. This is going back about 2000, 1997 or something. And the match went on for about three and a half hours. And um, didn't um, the men's match didn't start till about half or 12 o'clock at night. Um, and Andre Agassi was playing the, the following match. And from memory, I think he refused to, 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 to play or, or the match was stopped at a set all or something at about two o'clock in the morning. 
Uh, right. So I don't know. And, it, and one following thing also, if you have a look at the draw, and I did last night, I think what happens now is that the men's and women's alternate. So on Friday night, for instance, the women it's, it's a women's day only Friday, uh, men's Saturday, women's Sunday. Now, I think this is right because I had a look at the draw last night and I couldn't quite work out what was happening. Mm. So, well, we, anyway. What we'll do is we'll check in with BP a little bit later on who'll have that answer for us and we'll find out what the best system is. But you're right, they used to delay it. It was like Friday night footy on Channel 7 back in the day. They used to actually delay it and started at 8.30. Yeah, it was late. Um, way before way before the internet has sorted all those issues out for us. Right, it's SEM Breakfast. If you want to have your say, you can do that. Phil Davis in the house for Sammy Evan. Back after this. Breakfast on SEM. You know the number, one 736 736 Matt certainly knows it. He wants to chime in on the Australian Open scheduling. What's your thoughts, Matt? Hey, boys. How are you? Good. Just a quick one. I was at the tennis on Sunday. I um, regularly go every year to multiple days. While they may have had a record crowd attendance, I reckon they cheated a fair few of us who went there. At 88,000 people there, less courts, fewer matches, the lines to get into the courts were ridiculous. Sometimes you're waiting for 25, 30 minutes to get into a court. And it's obvious it didn't help the scheduling much because we had games last night and the night before finishing at 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah. So it's obviously clearly a money-making thing. And I think TA just haven't admitted that. So your experience this year as opposed to previous years was worse, Matt? Way worse. And the ticketing system at John Kane Arena, they say it's full. Then I got in and it's half empty because people are allowed to wait for 45 minutes to reserve their seat, even though it's a general admission area, no reserved seats. Same with all the other courts. It was a bit of a debacle on Sunday. Just no one spoke right, about it. Thanks for your thoughts. We'll quickly go to Tony. Tony, you've got 40 seconds to tell us why you hate people making noise when you're playing golf. Yeah, good morning, boys. Look, um, I'm continually shaking my head at some of your comments sometimes, and I really am. But uh, look, these these PGA Tour players, you mean to tell me that if they're putting for a putt that's worth three hundred or five hundred thousand dollars to them every time they miss, and they see movement out of their corner of their well, eye, it's good enough for every other sport, Tony. There's big stakes on the line in other sports, and you're allowed to make noise. Well, not when it's worth so much money, though. Well, there's I mean, a lot of other an NBA money. free throw is worth a lot of money to certain teams. Anyway, Tone, stick around if you want to continue the debate. We'll get to that after the seven o'clock news headlines.